Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fratello Talks, the short-form weekly podcast where we skip the intro and jump right into it. Today, I'm joined by my colleagues, RJ and Dan, and we're going to talk a little bit about traveling with our watches. I think, yes. I think that's the theme that we've uh, we've uh, picked on for the or that we've picked for this week. Um, I think it's something that we all do very, very often, actually, and uh, and you know, I think that we all have a slightly different approach to it. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna all talk about our our sort of how we do it, and and you know, give you some advice, and uh, and but not yeah. before, but not before we do a wrist check, of course. Okay. So let's start with uh, with RJ. What do you have on the wrist today? Today I'm wearing uh, my Omega Globemaster in Setna Gold, which is very Omega's nice. own uh, rose gold, on a Leather strap, not the strap that it came on, but it's an Omega strap alligator with a folding buckle. Yeah, and uh, I don't wear it often, but yeah, it's a nice watch to wear. Yeah, actually, really nice. What's the case size? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yeah, really, really nice. Yeah, perfect. And Dan, what do you have? I'm wearing my uh, Rolex Explorer, reference one one four two seven zero. I should say it right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Still very happy with this one. Yeah, fantastic. Can, uh, what about yourself? I'm wearing my uh, Speedmaster. Oh, actually, I just a just a last Whoa. minute uh, last minute swap over to the uh, to the what classic to the uh, classic Speedy. It's taking a break. It was mm-hmm. uh, involved in a photo shoot today with uh, with some some straps, and uh, so it's taking a bit of a rest. Wow. So have a nice strap on your uh, Speedy. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, from um, a place called Martu Leather uh, okay. out of Chile in uh, South America. So it's a it's a um, I, I believe. Um, yeah, she she hand makes these straps, and and I saw this. It's a sort of a, for those who are listening, which is everyone, because we don't do a video with this. Um, this is a it's a sort of a suede, a, a sort of a deep pile suede. It's like mm-hmm. quite a fuzzy suede, uh, in a sort of a light brown, uh, very light brown, almost sandy kind of tone, like a two stitch strap. Yeah, but, but is it nice. is it worn or is it just like no this? no? This is I've worn it maybe twice. So this it was mm-hmm. like this. It has a, vi- it's a made bit to of a look worn. Yeah, vintagey <laughs> sort of worn in kind of aesthetic, but it's super comfortable and. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's nice for a change. Nice strap on. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's get started with a with a weekly topic. Um, what 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 do you guys want to start with? Like how, well, how let we me, travel? Let me or? give some uh, some background. Okay, first cool. because uh, I think in the past when nobody really gave it thought, I guess um, we traveled to Basel World a lot. Of course, mm-hmm. every year there was the big uh, the big show. It now uh, is not existent anymore. Um, and then we just brought the watches that we thought, okay, we will wear these watches this week because we're having uh, uh, appointments with I don't know, Rolex, right. Omega, Oris uh, uh, was there, Se- mm-hmm. Seiko, I have to say, not Seiko, that's very Dutch, Seiko, <laughs> Grand Seiko and Patek and so on. So we, we basically brought watches that were a bit more suited towards these appointments and perhaps in the evenings we had meetups with collectors and sometimes right. also dinners with brands. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you don't want to wearing Omega at a Rolex dinner or vice versa. Um, and we, we always did that until <laughs> our dear colleague Mike was stopped by the Swiss customs. And uh, they asked him, uh, are you uh, carrying any commercial goods? And he said, no. And they said, can we then have a look in mm-hmm. your uh, suitcase or I don't know, bag that he was wearing? He said, yeah, sure. And he opened it and there was a roll with a number right. of watches. I don't know. I, do, I can't remember exactly how many watches or which watches. Right, but right. then he said, oh, bingo, we, we got you because you want to sell these watches in Switzerland. He said, no, I'm here for the fair, like 300 meters away from here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Basel World, it's called. And uh, yeah, I uh, just want to bring different watches for different appointments. 
And they said, yeah, you have to prove that. Otherwise, yeah, we assume you're selling these watches. So you have to, now you have to to pay taxes or VAT yeah. on them, plus a fine. And that, yeah, there was a, a wow. few thousand Swiss francs that he had to uh, to pay. And it was, a, it was a big thing and it was a big... Uh, it caused a big wave, I would say, right. during the fair back then, and even the Basel World Organization uh, uh, mingled in or right, uh, and, right. uh, tried to do something, but uh, mm. nothing could be done. So that was a uh, quite a loss, wow. and that also made me realize, yeah, Switzerland is part of Europe, but not part of the yep. EU. So yep. whenever you go from the Netherlands to Switzerland, you basically have to officially you have to show invoices of everything that is worth something. Um, yeah that you bought it here and also that you bring it back, basically. Hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah, they think you're exporting it or selling it right. or whatever. Um, and they're missing out of uh, <laughs> VAT or tax money. <laughs> so it's, it's very annoying. So that made us all realize, hey, man, be very careful with what you do. You can, you can bring a watch, of course, because you wear a watch. But if you bring more than one, it can already result in a discussion. You don't want to have a hmm. discussion with, uh, with customs because no. you always have to prove that... that uh, they are wrong. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's guilty until proven. Innocent. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that also made me realize in the past I did so, but nah, if I'm going to Switzerland and I'm going often, uh, yeah. as you know, is I only bring one watch. Yeah. Because I don't want to have the discussion or the risk. The risk is going into Switzerland. The risk is also when you go back to the Netherlands that they mm. stop you basically. Yeah. Um, and there are way a little yeah there are ways around it that if they look at you, pick your nose. Old <laughs> <laughs> um, trick, um, or just to walk behind the the people that come back from a, like a holiday destination with mm-hmm. all their fake Louis Vuitton bags, oh, right? And then right. the chances are smaller that they pick you. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's better to just avoid and uh, play it safe and just yeah. bring one watch. And sometimes yeah. it's it's uh, annoying because you're going to watches and wonders or Geneva watch days. Yeah. So you want to bring a few extra watches for these different dinners or appointments you have, but you simply yeah. can't. You can, right. but then you have to bring these uh, these forms or documents, yeah. Yeah. Um, carnet forms, where you state that these are your watches and you uh, uh, you have to list them. Right. You have to show the watch and show the carnet form. You get a stamp. And um, when you once you go back to the country you're mm-hmm. from, you have to prove that indeed these are the watches, again, you oh, carry okay. with you and so right. on. Wow. Um, it's an administrative hassle. Yeah, I, I never like thought it. about that actually. No, no, now yeah. you do. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I have a couple of questions about this because I've, I've feel like I'm starting to feel quite lucky because I've, I've, you know, traveled also quite a fair bit this past year, and and some of it in and out of Switzerland. And I have to say, I've never been uh, pulled aside in in sort of any of my travels to down anywhere anywhere that I've gone. I've no. never been pulled aside by by no, customs, I, yeah. but. How often would you say that it happens? I mean, is I, it is it? Uh, well, I travel quite a bit, I would say, and um, I think over the last, I have to say it right, uh, fifteen years, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have only been stopped once, and okay. I had to open a suitcase, okay. and then they looked, and it was all fine. But um, okay, so yeah, but I also have to say, if it also applies when you go by car, and that's when right. uh, I was in Switzerland with my dad a few years ago, and. Um, we went out of Switzerland into Germany and then the German customs stop you because you're right. entering the country. Right. And man, they turned the whole car upside down looking for, I don't know what, but it yeah. was annoying yeah. because it's, it, it's, it's annoying. You feel uh, not violated, but it, yeah. it doesn't feel yeah. Uh, yeah. nice. Yeah. And um, yeah, there wasn't nothing, nothing 
yeah. to be to be uh, worried about. But it was just an annoying procedure. So yeah. basically, so I st- was stopped once at the airport, going back into the Netherlands, and mm-hmm. once uh, uh, by the German customs in Germany. But nothing happened to your watches. No, um, I think uh, from outside Switzerland into Germany, I was carrying two actually. So I was a little bit okay. worried, but. Mm. Yeah, I, just, I had both on the wrist, so they didn't look. They uh, really went yeah, through the suitcase okay. and to the bags and to the the dashboard. Uh, what do you say? Oh, the uh, glove the box. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gl- glove uh, glove box, and, uh, and that was it basically. Looked under wow. chairs, a dog sniffing, because wow. probably Dutch license plates. They think drugs, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not exporting drugs from Switzerland, so <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Don't tell them. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's that's really interesting because I I can I can talk from my own experience of having uh, traveled to Switzerland. I tend to have uh, one watch on my wrist mm-hmm. always, of course. But then then maybe I'll take a, um, a roll or a pouch yeah. with another one in yeah. there. And I wonder if there's like a limit. If there's a limit for them, like where they where they sort of go. Ah, this is yeah, suspicious. This is I mean, for because your own use, no, they, they said. I think they said to to Mike, if I'm not mistaken, you can wear one. That's what okay. we don't care about. Okay. But it's all the others. You have to have a like a yeah. explanation or carnet form. Yeah. And um, um, well, that didn't help him. But it was also yeah. strange because I think in his bag he had like a Rolex or some more expensive right. pieces. Right, right, and right. On his wrist he, he wore like a Seiko Five or a, mm. a cheaper vintage uh, Seiko. Right. And um, so it also it even didn't make sense. Yeah. So it yeah. Was a bit, yeah. Uh, Maybe you should wear the more luxurious. The most expensive watch. one you need to wear. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. And then you're the psycho in your suitcase. But it's also in the past with uh, with Basel was close to the German border. So what we also mm. did is we rented apartments in Germany. Right. And then every day we crossed the border with Switzerland, and then you mm. just have to make sure that just carry one watch with you per day. Uh, yeah. Right. That's also right. an option. But now if you go to Geneva for uh, for Geneva yeah. watch days or watches and wonders. It's a bit more tricky because you also recite in yeah. in Geneva, basically. Right. Yeah. So, so. we should just uh, choose one watch for the whole week. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. If you want, if you want to play safe, you should just bring one watch. Yeah. yeah. If you want to live life on the edge, <laughs> bring another one. <laughs> and not bring your administration. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think you need to. Yeah, it's always good to have a copy or a scan of your uh, of your invoice that you pay taxes for your watch yeah. in, the, mm. in the Netherlands or wherever you live. But uh, yeah, it's not only that. It's also a little bit about safety. I think traveling with watches for sure. Um, yeah. You can wear uh, you you can wear a watch and you can put them in a pouch. I think we we have now nice pouches in the Fratello shop. Go, mm. Oh go, yeah, go sure. check it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a watch box is nice. Um, um, but you don't want to have like a big thing with no, you that carries no, no, no. the watch. But the watches need to be safe, basically. Yeah. Um, I have this uh, aluminum suitcase, this Rimova mm-hmm. thing, and I think it's pretty safe. It doesn't yeah. get bumped around, and uh, uh, everything inside is safe at least. But uh, yeah, I, I used to wear a, a watch roll if I travel, oh, right, or, right, uh, or a pouch is also fine. Um, but if you if you travel with like like weekender, like a bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, if you see how people handle their luggage and hand, yeah, treat yeah. other people's luggage, yeah, man, that's awful. Yeah, I I always uh, personally I always would keep my my watches on my uh, on my either on the extra item so like a personal bag mm-hmm. um, which is often my my sort of you know work bag that yeah. I have with me um, and 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 then also make sure to keep an eye on it uh, when going through um, when it's going through the X ray uh, machine yeah. uh, that that kind of stuff it's security so I I don't think that I would ever put them in a in checked luggage 
personally. That's just, that's sort of personal preference, yeah. but... Sometimes you need to, to take your watch off if you go through security. Yeah. And then I always put it in my suitcase and lock yeah. the suitcase, yeah. the, the little uh, cabin uh, uh, yeah. trolley. Um, I know from one guy that um, he lost his watch this way. So he put the yeah. watch on his uh, coat or on a, in, in this... In this uh, plastic yeah, container the, the, that you need to yeah. put on the belt. Yeah. And uh, there was his jacket and belt, I guess, and his, uh, his watch. And then at the end of the belt, <laughs> the watch was gone. Wow. So that was a uh, yeah, yeah. tricky I situation. I always just put it in my bag. Yeah. Just like, so no one can yeah. see. And uh, yeah. yeah. I, I don't take it off when I, when I go through security. And uh, sometimes, sometimes I ask you to. Yeah, but yeah. I say no. I say oh. no, then they can check it. They don't when take I get you there. Uh, in a separate. Uh, no, room. no. They <laughs> just they, you go through the because you at Schiphol at least you have the the thing where you put your arms exactly. up and the yeah. scan and, and, and then they see it and then yeah. sometimes and I and then I make a point of sort of rolling up my sleeves or or so that the watch is visible and yeah. then they see that it's a watch and then yeah. they know that it's nothing yeah. dubious or whatever. Right? I mean, it's for me that's that's. Uh, there's been one time where where they noticed I was wearing a watch and they said, "Oh, you can put the watch in the tray." I was like, "No, I think I'll keep it on." Yeah. Exactly. And that, and then there was no more no yeah, more argument. Can see what it is. Yeah. Exactly. And I can imagine that maybe then if you catch the wrong employee in the wrong day, they might say, no, you have to, you have to take it off. Then I would definitely do what you said, Dan, and, and put it in my, yeah. Uh, yeah. in my bag, probably. Funny thing is that, uh, I, when was I in Switzerland two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And, um, we went through security, um, and the guy from security said, hey, you're the guys from Fratello. Hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so shout out, man. Let me to see the, the watches. At, uh, Schiphol Airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. Um, but yeah, so in, in, if you're in the, in, 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 within the EU, yeah. I think it's safe to travel with yeah. well, as many watches as yeah. you want. Yeah, then, like then definitely. You, yeah. Perhaps you have different issues if you bring a lot. But yeah. Um, yeah. For, for custom reasons, uh, yeah, be very mindful of where you're going. Also, yeah. because of the Brexit, if you go to the UK now from oh, uh, yeah. Europe or any other country, yeah, I guess, true. you have to go through uh, uh, customs yeah. and uh, they will check uh, and vice versa. Because if you come back from, I was in London mm-hmm. uh, last week and um, then I realized, oh yeah, you need to go through passport control again in the Netherlands yeah. because it's outside the EU. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to be mindful. Um, but normally if I go by car to Germany, for example, Belgium or France, yeah, you could just bring watches. Then it's a yeah. different thing. Don't leave them unattended, basically. Yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. Use a pouch, I would yeah. say, or a watch roll. Yeah, common sense. I think I think that that's that goes without saying. And then and then obviously whether you have a personal preference for we can talk about our personal preferences. I think for for whether it's a roll or a pouch or yeah. you know how many how many you might take with you. I, I personally tend to maybe I take the watch on my wrist and one more. Usually, that's that might be a normal thing, um, and then and then I, I would actually put it on a in a three watch roll mm-hmm. because I I find that it's nice to have that extra uh, first of all extra room. You never know if you're gonna pick something up when you're when you're abroad. Usually not, but you know if you're yeah. if you're uh, find a flea market or something, you, yeah. you know you never know when you <laughs> snag a bargain. Or a Patek boutique. Or the, yeah, of course. I'm more of a <laughs> flea market guy, but yeah. you know, there's, there's also the Patek boutiques are, are yeah, obviously an option. Know. But uh, but uh, yeah, I think that that's that's kind of nicer. Like I find that that's that's the way that I've I've yeah. sort of you know refined yeah, it down. It's, it's the same for me. I well, I usually bring like three watches and a watch on my mm-hmm. wrist, and then uh, I go to Spain a lot. So right, yeah, from Spain to the Netherlands and back, you yeah. don't really have yeah. a problem with the customers. No, yeah. Yeah, and if you stay in a hotel, for example, I always make sure that there's a safe in the room. Yeah, yeah for sure. To yeah. leave the watches. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's say you can only bring one watch. 
how do you pick the right watch? Well, it depends on where you're going, I guess. Watches and wonders. Oh, that's a... What will you bring? <laughs> My Santos. Yeah? Yeah. Because it's Cartier and Cartier is there. But They're Rolex there. is also there. Rolex is there, but uh, yeah, it's just, I, I find it very comfortable and uh, yeah, I think it works in any at any occasion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because uh, there are also some dinners, uh, like brand dinners we want to attend. Yeah. And uh, we probably have like a Fratello uh, raclette, cheese fondue. Ooh. Oh, some, yes. Uh, someday. Um, but yeah, so like a Gada, is it a Gada watch? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, maybe I bring the Breguet for a more uh, formal occasion. Yeah. But uh, I think the Santos works. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially during the day, it works. Yeah. Yeah. At any moment, any meeting. But you're not sure. You're also joining to Watches and Wonders. So what yes. will you bring? Um, so I think I might uh, I might uh, follow in the footsteps of Dan, and I might bring my my Cartier tank. Oh, so just oh. To, just to have a like you say a dressier piece for for those brand dinners and evenings and, and things like that. And and uh, yeah, it hasn't gotten much much wrist time lately, so I feel that it's it's time. Um, and but it's maybe a, it's we should uh, diversify then. Yeah, I will bring something else. <laughs> I don't have All a right. Cartier yet. <laughs> maybe maybe something else. Maybe my Chronograph Suisse, which is nice because it's not really a brand. It's it's like this this watch that's that's uh, yeah kind of brandless. It's uh, yeah. it's uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, so, and it doesn't yeah. offend anyone. It's just yeah. uh, on a leather yeah, strap. That's also something because, um, like I said before, if you bring a Rolex to Omega or Omega to Rolex, it's, yeah. there's always these yeah eye rolling things going on with the <laughs> with yeah, the yeah, brands. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, not if you want don't want to offend anyone. You either yeah. bring a watch from the brands that are exhibiting or yeah, something yeah. that doesn't yeah. doesn't yeah. offend anyone. Like a vintage watch. True. Yeah. 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 So I think on that note, I was I was thinking about bringing my. Uh, we spoke about this uh, in last week's podcast about Swatch, and I was thinking of bringing the Grand Prix chronograph nice. just for a bit of fun, just yeah. to have something a little bit different that's that's a bit lighthearted um, on the on the wrist instead of having something that's you know that that has yeah. any of that connotation or that could induce any of that eye rolling. Um, but at the same time, I think that realistically, I'll probably just bring my my Seamaster with me. So yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think that that's going to happen. So I, I think there will be probably three watches with me. Um, and then, yeah, one dressier piece, one everyday piece, and then maybe one for fun. But I hope Swiss Customs is listening. Yeah, please. Uh, too busy. <laughs> Flight number busy. KL, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, EasyJet, man, EasyJet. EasyJet, yeah. Oh, first class in EasyJet, man. Yeah. <laughs> and you, RJ? Um, I think I will br bring a swatch for the sake of 40th anniversary, mm -hmm. and I don't think you offend anyone, and I think those... Well, I noticed that some watch journalists, I won't name any names, are offended if you wear a swatch. They really hate plastic watches. Oh, and it's really? not only about the oh. moon swatch, but also swatch in general. I think they see it as a threat or an insult or I don't know what, but that's, yeah. that also gives me pleasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You like to offend people. <laughs> yeah, man. I think I think if you're offended by somebody wearing a swatch, you, you almost deserve to be offended because yeah. There's, yeah. there's not a less offensive thing. Yeah, and afterwards we'll beat him up. Yeah. yeah, with the swatch. With the swatch. With the swatch. <laughs> yeah. No, so I, I think I will bring a swatch just for fun. Um, we record this on March first. Um, it will be published on March second. Yeah. And so far, nothing happened today from Swatch. So this day is exactly the anniversary date, first of March, yeah. 2023. Nothing happened yet. So the day is not over. But yeah. Let's see. True. Um, no, so I will bring a bring a swatch, and I will bring a. 
a new purchase that I did today. Oh, but I will yeah. tell more about it <laughs> if it uh, if it comes in for the, I guess the next podcast. Cool. Yeah. So um, I will bring that. So something gold and something plastic. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, basically that's it. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Perhaps I will live life on the edge and bring something else. Um, <laughs> Uh, from a brand that will be exhibiting during uh, Watches and Wonders. But um, I don't have much from the exhibiting brands, I have to say. Well, if, there's Oris, there's uh, there's Seiko. Rolex. Oh, no, sorry, Grand Seiko, Rolex, of course. Bright, no, brightly not. Uh, yeah, so let's see. Yeah, so as I said, used to be Richemont and Audemars uh, mm. Piguet. Yeah. And uh, some, uh, I didn't have much, and I don't have much from Richemont. I'm thinking about it, but yeah, I have ADBC Engineer as a home. You have that but, quartz. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, I have a Chezia Le Coulter, yeah. quartz, master <laughs> yeah. quartz. I forgot about it. Well, perhaps I will bring that one. That's a fun one as well. That's, That's a fun watch. Like, yeah. And I'm very prepared to pay VAT and fine over the value of that watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they want to be nasty. <laughs> That's the thing. How, how would you do it if you don't have an invoice? Because for me, a lot of oh, my... So, so um, uh, Mike didn't have... Uh, I, I guess he didn't have invoices, right, but he got right. a lot of vintage stuff in there. Yeah, so right. what he noticed is that the custom people in uh, in Switzerland, they just started to use the Google images on their oh. desktop computer from uh, 1998. <laughs> and um, they start searching for the watches by what was on the dial. And um, they, they just don't, didn't have a clue. They came up with all sorts of prices, wow. completely all over the place. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they made a calculation, <laughs> I guess. Oh, that's, but that's, that's... And then I think VAT in Switzerland is 7 point something percent, 7.7 or 7, I don't know. Right. So that's what he had to pay over the, the calculated value from Google Images. Yeah. Nice work, guys. And um, and a fine. Yeah, yeah. And the fine was uh, pretty nasty, but less than the, the VAT value. And he could claim it back, of course. He could go, if he go... Uh, back into Germany from Switzerland, he could claim it back because he had a like an invoice that he paid to VAT in Switzerland. Right. And if you right. go out, you can claim the VAT back. Okay, the right. The problem is um, the German customs, <laughs> they, also <laughs> they are like 50 out. meters down the road and yes. these, they see you going into the Swiss customs office with, with his form yeah. Yeah. to claim the VAT back. Yeah. So they will stop him immediately if, they, yeah. if he yeah. crosses the border and say, hey, are you importing something? And then yeah, you had to pay 19% uh, oh. VAT in Germany. So wow. it's a very tricky thing. And I feel it's, um, I get it. You need to pay taxes. Um, yeah. But man, be reasonable, I would say. No, and especially uh, if, customs, if I it's mean, your, they own, need to be reasonable. Uh, your own watches. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and the nasty thing is that uh, also some people, they, they also from the industry, uh, specific brand that I will not mention, they were questioning uh, Mike's intentions. Um, they, <laughs> yeah, they were questioning. Oh, but uh, who says that Mike uh, wouldn't uh, be selling those watches in Switzerland? Oh, come, oh, on. come on, man! Yeah. It's uh, you're doing. You're in Basel to do your job as a journalist or editor, and yeah. um, of course you bring a few watches. You're passionate about about what yeah. you do. And I felt it was very nasty of these guys to question that. I, I mean, didn't expect it. There was no also, and I will not mention. There was also a brand that said, "Hey." Let me take care of that invoice. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think that's neat that yeah. the brand steps forward. Yeah. We uh, It was not accepted, but uh, yeah, they did offer it. So yeah. that was the, awesome. There's definitely no, not need to add insult to injury or, or to, to do any pointless finger pointing, no. right? It's it's just, that's just in poor taste, I would say. I would say as well, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, traveling with watches, a dangerous thing, not only because yeah. of the value of the watch, but also yeah. because of customs. Yeah. Um, yeah, you need to travel uh, uh, in, a, in a proper way that the watches are being safe. You yeah. need to keep them safe, I think, in a hotel room or Airbnb or apartment wherever, yeah. wherever you stay. Um, I also gave it a thought when I went to London last week to uh, not bring anything uh, too too much out there. Yeah. Um, because uh, last year, I think we reported on Fratello and perhaps we also mentioned in the podcast that uh, London is not a very safe place when it comes to watches. Oh, I think in yeah. the first six months, there were already 600 something robberies, watch robberies. So yeah, that all, all also made me realize, okay, perhaps I should not bring a like a gold Rolex or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's also something flashy. to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, I think in Europe, mainly you should be fine, yeah. I guess. Yeah, um, Amsterdam maybe. Maybe not yeah. in Amsterdam. Um, I saw some footage. Was it Spain? There was a was guy mugged with a hammer. Oh. oh, yeah. And of course, there was a guy in London with a with a the scooter guy with a hammer. Yeah, yeah. smashed the window of a, oh. was a Bugatti or something. Yeah, crazy. Um, but normally, I I don't see these things. Yeah. I, I've been to Germany often. I think in Switzerland is very safe. Yeah, to be honest, it definitely doesn't feel unsafe. You yeah. see many people wearing their watches in, yeah. in a very obvious way and yeah. uh, it's nice for watch spotting but I, I don't think a lot of people are, are, <laughs> yeah. are stealing them if, if their people are wearing them like yeah. this um, uh, one question sort of going back to the point about the safe in the in the hotel room and I've only experienced this once during last year's press trips uh, what would you do if there wasn't a safe in your in your hotel room um, hide it under the mattress okay no I, but you could you could uh, like what i do is because i put it in the suitcase yeah, and lock yeah. it suitcase, yeah. lock the suitcase basically yeah. uh, or i would just bring them because normally so yeah. when we do these yeah. watch events you're you don't see a hotel much it's only at yeah, night true. i would say true. and during the day you are with this brand to the manufacturer or to, yeah. to, to yeah. somewhere where this event takes place yeah, or yeah. introduction yeah. takes place or either wear both watches yeah or um yeah, yeah, keep, keep it with you in your bag, bag or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, but not unattended. Yeah, and um, otherwise in the hotel, I think I would leave it in a suitcase and then yeah. lock it. Yeah, right. But yeah, if I book a hotel myself, I always check if the Wi-Fi first. Yep, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a hotel safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think most hotels have a safe. Yeah, I have to say the one that I that I stayed in that didn't was in such a small town that I don't think there would be anybody really stealing no thief watches. There, so, so it felt like a little bit in the in the French uh, French countryside. But uh, yeah. I had only brought one watch, which is what I usually do during press trips. I just have the the one with me, uh, even though it's easy to get a bit excited and, yeah. and bring a couple and, yeah. and you know. But usually there's no especially point. when it's a multi day event. Yeah. I think I was at the AP a few weeks ago. There was three days, so then I bring yeah. well yeah. two watches. Yeah. Um, but in London, I think I just brought one. Yeah. Um, if it's a two-day like travel, both days you travel, yeah. then yeah, it's easier and it's just on your wrist. Yeah, yeah, you also don't have to think about it. And well, mm. uh, I see, I have to say, the majority of journalists that I see during watch events, they all just wear one watch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're, I think you're really passionate, you are. <laughs> Yeah, well, more watches in one is more. like a full week. It's a so, full week. Uh, yeah. so we're oh, yeah. there from Sunday till uh, till Saturday. You could bring uh, like naturally even longer. Watches. Oh yeah, I'm there something uh, special before Friday. Yeah. Friday before, so Friday to Saturday. Yeah, so that will be nice. I would say that uh, yeah. those days. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm also looking forward to see all the new stuff. We can't say anything about it. There, we have some seen some stuff on the embargo. Oh, yeah, yeah. promising. I would yeah. say absolutely. Um, Rolex doesn't do anything embargo, so that's no, a no. big, uh, big, uh, 
big surprise. Um, I see sometimes titles already doing some uh, predictions. Yeah. We will have a prediction article as well soon. On, on Friday. So for those lis- listening, March it's 3rd. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Yeah. 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 So uh, that is, uh, that is uh, I think, uh, uh, our thoughts in an article about what we yeah. think that will be there. We discussed it during editorial yeah. meeting. So uh, Yeah, and, yeah. and we, it's fun because we discussed it long before um, we started getting press releases under embargo. So yeah. they're very genuine predictions. <laughs> we sort of, you know, we're really hoping and then you start getting the press releases and, and you see what's happening and it's it's interesting to see. But but they were very unbiased, very, yeah. uh, very pure uh, predictions, yeah. I would say. Yeah, let's see which brands will call us. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Fantastic. Then um, thanks for listening all. Safe travels. Safe travels. Yeah. And uh, yeah, be very... Uh, Mindful when you travel with your watches. That's our message, I guess. You can never be too careful. Exactly. Bye-bye.